Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Today we're discussing lineage or our ancestors. Now, most of us would agree that our physical attributes like our hair color and our skin color, our body shape, our propensity towards certain diseases, and even some of our natural gifts come to us from our parents, our grandparents, and the people who came before us in our families. Today, we're gonna to be discussing the other side of that coin, which are the frequency patterns that we inherit from our lineage, which create our underlying and often unconscious beliefs, assumptions, and conclusions about what is possible, what our limitations are, and what we feel we deserve. So much of what holds us back and which propels us forward, whether we're aware of it or not, is dictated by our lineage. And the cool thing is that once we're aware of this, we can tap into it on spirit level and remove these distortion patterns so that we can live a more rich and a more expanded reality than those who came before us. Then we'll wrap it up with a group frequency calibration, which is a turbocharged meditation to begin to help you clear the distortion patterns and gather momentum to propel you forward. So let's get started. Dennis? Well, Karen, lineage. Now, I'll tell you, that's a real fascinating topic, and I'm real curious. Uh, would, you, would you mind if I ask a few questions about lineage sure. itself yeah. before we get into yeah. kind of the impact yeah, and the do. distortion side of it? Mm -hmm. So one of the first things I thought of when you mentioned it is um, I'm curious, you know, you mentioned like my parents or my grandparents. Mm -hmm. how, how far back? are we talking as far as impact? Um, it's, it can be, depending on the person and depending on what we're talking about, it can be as many as 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 generations. Oh, wow. So it really depends on what the pattern is, what yeah. we're working on, and uh, what is binding them. Because oftentimes what happens is it's an experience that happened to an ancestor many generations ago. And that was such a tremendous um, emotional or uh, traumatic experience for them that it carries through into the generations that follow because that frequency is now in that field and it carries into the generations that follow. And oftentimes what happens is generation, if it's a particularly traumatic thing, it can carry forward and intensify generation after generation after generation. Wow. So it really depends. And then not only that, but there are things like if, this is more than you asked for, but if there's a contract that's made yeah. with the darkness or something for power, right? So for example, someone might want to have more money or more, more fame or more success and they create a contract with the darkness, that actually will not just bind them, but it can also bind the generations that follow and intensify. So there are all these different things that are created through this ancestor from many generations ago that may be binding you even though you're not even conscious of it. So I think I think we're going to have to stop. Time out, time out. <laughs> you, 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 you threw something in there. The contract. Oh, what's the contract? The contract yeah. with the darkness. So yeah. contracts, yeah. contracts, and yeah. so we're talking about family members yeah. 
that uh, in the past yep. have developed a contract. Yep. And so just give me a little more insight there. Right. So uh, who knew we were going to get so deep so quickly? Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, what I would say is that oftentimes uh, what happens is that for people to access fame or power or money or whatever it is they think they want, it'll go kind of something like this. I'd give anything to have dot, 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 whatever that dot, dot, dot is. And if you ask that often enough, and that's your invocation often enough, or even just with enough mm, desire, something will answer you. And it's often the darkness, because the darkness has power. So, and the darkness requires us for energy. Okay, so I'm going to back up. So you have the light and you have the dark. Okay, okay. good, good. That the helps. light and the dark. Yeah. Okay, it's a spectrum. Yep. This is void of like good, evil, whatever. Just yep. light, dark. All right, it's a spectrum. So the brilliance, let's call the light, the brilliance, can exist on its own. It doesn't require us in order to exist. It's just the brilliance. It's self-perpetuating. Yep. Okay. The darkness, as it gets darker and darker and darker, it requires, especially for beings from the very darkness, they require uh, an energy source, like a food source, in order to sustain itself. It's not like the brilliance, which can self-sustain. It requires something to sustain. So it needs to feed on something. So um, what happens is that we will say, I will give anything to have whatever we think we want on the material plane. And the darkness will say, well, certainly, I'd be happy to give that to you. Because the physical stuff is actually very easy to manifest, really, on spirit level. They'll just say, I just need a piece of your soul, or I'll just get to feed on you and sit in your body and take your energy from you. So that's the kind of contract I mean. So you'll, see, you'll hear stories, for example, of famous people who die very young. Okay? Yeah. Because yeah. that was a contract where they said, okay, well, I would like to be famous. I would like to have my work have impact and whatever. And when you're 19 and the contract is you'll have to die at 40 or 30 or whatever. And they think, well, I don't care. I'm going to have all this amazing awesomeness in between. Like, whatever, I'm 19 now. So that's fine with me. Right? So you'll see um, that and there'll be a lot of distortion in their lives, like drug addiction and whatever. They'll have the fame and they'll have the success, but it'll be laden with all this other stuff stuff, let's call it that, right? All this other trauma, and then they'll die really young because that's the terms of the contract. So that's what I mean by dark contracts. You can also see um, families that have a lot of money and a lot of power, and they also create contracts with the darkness to get that money and that power, and that percolates down to their lineage. And then you'll see a lot of insanity, trauma, instability within um, relationships, all that sort of stuff that may not be as visible to us as regular people looking in at these families, but they experience it. Does that answer your question? So, you know, I, I was thinking about the cliche, mm -hmm. they sold their soul. Yep. So they basically, at, at some point in time, said, I'm willing to give over myself yep. to this dark yeah. entity. Or, yeah. Source or even a piece energy. of yourself. It's yeah, fine. Either, exactly. Really. Yeah. So that might have happened back in a great-grandmother. Or great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, you know, today as I sit here, I have no idea what that's all about. Yeah, no. But what you're saying is, over time, yeah. that has actually taken on a life of its own 
through mm -hmm. through the different generations. Yeah, so it's active. So the contract is still existing. It's yeah. just binding the lineage. So it is coming through the lineage, and oftentimes it will intensify. So you'll see more and more what looks like drama, yeah. you know, breakdowns, yeah. drug addictions, suicide, whatever, right? happen in the lineages or early deaths, that type of thing. Yeah. Um, accidents that come out of nowhere. So, so there could be a lot of suffering mm -hmm. throughout the line. Yep. Just because of maybe one individual. Yep. Or a group of individuals said. It really only takes one. It only takes one. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty powerful. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, the other thing I was thinking about is, um, you know, I've got the mother side of the family. Yeah. And I've got the father side of the family. <laughs> yeah. So could either, both, or either or have an impact on who both. I am? Both. Yes, both. Definitely. So both both have, have an impact <laughs> on me. Yep. But but as we do this work that you've talked about, mm -hmm. um, do I really need to figure out where this source of no. suffering started from? No. Or no. do I need to analyze, oh, I've no. got a fear of water. Where no. did this come from? No. So I, I'm, I'm curious, like with your gifts, mm -hmm. what what is your sense as, as you look at me or an, another client in relation to darkness or contracts or obligations that have been yeah so it doesn't have to be just contracts and darkness yeah, yeah, okay yeah. it can just so i'm just going to answer your question in different okay. ways okay so it doesn't have to be just that there, there is that yeah. there's also um that person could have had um so for example um if somebody experienced a war or genocide yeah. right so this is like great grandparents like i see this often for example if um there's been genocide and you can um the person who's in front of me doesn't know that because they didn't exist yeah. wherever that was, you know, yeah. 85 or 200 to 200 years ago where that existed. But that, that distortion pattern of the fear of being hunted, for example, will run through them. And so they don't understand why they have this very visceral anxiety all the time yeah. or this fear that they can't trust anyone yeah. ever that's outside the family, for example. They don't know why, yeah. but yeah. it's because of this experience that happened many yeah. generations ago and it's running through them. Yeah. So that could be an example of an experience where, or for example, um, uh, some people have an extreme despair, you know, or um, fear of not having enough because they've had generations ago starvation that happened. And so that, that distortion yeah. pattern of that fear of not having enough because there really was not enough to eat is now being carried through the lineage yeah. and that feeling of like desperation, despair of like, I'm never going to have enough will be in you and you don't know why. You're like, I seem to have plenty and yet it's never enough and I can never fill myself and it doesn't matter how much I buy, it doesn't matter how much I own, how much is in my bank account, it's not enough. Well, if you have that frequency of distortion pattern running in you, of course it never feels like you have enough because it's there running in your, in your, in your being. So, so if I've got that anxiety or fear yeah. or whatever it is, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm kind of clueless as to the source of it, yeah. but boy, it just really creates a yeah. lot of suffering within me. Mm -hmm. What, what could you do, or or how could you help, or or yeah. from your perspective, yeah, yeah, how could you make a difference? So, for me, when I tap into you, it's so. First of all, 
I don't know until I begin. So I have to tap into you first okay. to, to know. So that's the first thing. Um, and I, because I don't experience things through my senses, okay? So I don't um, see or hear or whatever. I just, when I tap in, and I'm not thinking when I'm doing this, just by the way, there's no actual mental machinations going on in my brain. I don't need to know you personally. I don't need to know your background. I just tap into the frequency vibration that is you. And then it becomes so apparent to me that I'm using the word apparent. It's, I'll just use that because I don't know how else to explain crystal, it. Crystal clear. It just becomes, I just know. I'm like, yeah. oh, this distortion pattern is this from the maternal line and it's this. I mean... I just, so that's what happened, and then I can remove the distortion pattern. So once that happens, you don't need to know what it is. Uh, I don't know until I begin. No. And really, it's like I said, this is a collaboration between your higher self and me. This is not just me doing something to you. I'm collaborating with your higher self. So on spirit level, this is priority. This now needs to be removed. So I'm just being shown, remove this. I'm like, okay. So, or shown. It just becomes, let's call it apparent, so that I remove it. So I'm just being guided by your higher self, really. Okay. Yeah. So... Um, I I know in working with you and yeah. having a session with you, yeah. there's and there's all kinds of <laughs> there's 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 yawning and and you know you're kind of going through this. Yeah, is is this all part of that connection that you've made with that energetic frequency for the sake of <clears throat> removing it? Yeah. So the yawning, the exhaling loudly, the humming, the <laughs> snapping. Um, that is currently how I remove the distortion patterns. Okay. And uh, to be perfectly um, frank, I mean, I don't know why exactly I do it. It's just at this moment that intuitively is what I do and it works. So I just do it because it works. Uh, it likely will become more silent as things, my feeling is it might be, and it might not change. I have no idea. We'll see as it goes along. But um, that is what I'm doing to remove the distortion patterns from the spirit level from yeah d removing the distortion patterns so it's done on spirit level and then it percolates through hmm. to the physical mental emotional realm yeah what 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 will i experience as you go through that so oh. what what can i expect you know yeah. during the session after the session yeah will i sense something or will i feel differently or yeah or um well I would say it really depends on who you are. Okay. So there's some people who feel nothing. And actually, when I began frequency, receiving frequency work myself, I didn't feel much at all. I thought, hmm, okay. But yet at the end of it, I knew something had happened. And I, don't, I can't tell you why I knew yeah. something had happened. It just felt, and then as the days and weeks went on, I realized, wow, that is different. Like I, I somehow, somehow have shifted. And I would like to continue with that. So I would say that some people experience nothing, and that's totally fine. You don't have to be conscious of a shift. Uh, there's some people who get very, very still and feel very peaceful. There's some people who see and experience certain things, like they actually can visualize certain things happening to them. Um, it really depends on the person. Um, some people just feel a lot of tingling. Some people feel heat. It really depends on who you are. You know, from a personal standpoint, having, having worked with you, I would have to say that I'm one of those people that I don't have this tremendous, profound experience. Yeah. And I find it to be very subtle, mm -hmm. but very powerful. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I've experienced afterwards is kind of this void. Mm -hmm. It's like 
something's missing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's like I'm not even quite sure what it is. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if I even remember, you know, what, what, I, what the situation was. Mm-hmm. And so, but it's a wonderful feeling. Yeah. Because in that void, I feel this tremendous sense of peace mm-hmm. and just happiness. Yeah. So I really don't care what it was anymore. <laughs> and uh, and I'm good with the little... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because it's, it's like, wow, you know. And so that, that is just a tremendous gift that you give is well, to remove you. that distortion, mm-hmm. all that anxiety or fear, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, and that void feeling is actually a void because you... I've just removed the filter or the frequency distortion. And you're so used to, we're so used to thinking that's us. Yeah. That when it's gone, we're like, wait, where's my, where's my, where's, what happened? <laughs> and then it's gone. And so, I mean, having received it myself, I know what that feeling is. And it's sort of, it's an unusual space to be in because for some people, it actually destabilizes them a bit in the, at the beginning because they're like, whoa, I don't, I feel really kind of not sure what I'm feeling. Yeah. And it's a little, can be, strange yeah. and because we become very attached to our things even if they're not necessarily serving us our patterns and so when they leave it's an interesting thing to witness to see what people do with that emptiness because you can choose to do nothing with it you can choose to, to fill it with something else you can just be and that and that is in itself freedom mm-hmm. that choice of of not having it is something that's a real gift you know, to me, it's truly an opportunity to hit that reset button. Mm-hmm. Is that now, energetically, it's like I've got an opportunity to move forward with a, a different type of frequency yeah. and to be the person that I would rather be rather than that anxious, fearful, you know. So yeah. it takes a while to integrate all that yes. into your daily activity. Yeah, it can. And the speed of integration really depends on a lot of things. And we're going to talk about this in a future video okay. of how to, what I call, smooth out the rough edges. Okay. Um, and uh, so there are modalities that can help with that. And also just how much fear we have, how much we're willing to let go, how much we're willing to look at our own stuff and see them and be, and be okay with them um, is helpful yeah. in terms of, and that will dictate the speed at which integration will happen on the physical level. Uh, can we circle back to the lineage sure. again? And so what, what I was thinking about is I come from a very Irish family, both yeah. on the mother's side and the father's side. Yeah. Of course, with that, with any, you know, uh, comes a lot yeah. as far as culture, as far as traditions, yeah. as far as, you know, events and activities Religion. and all the way back to the old country, mm-hmm. and the belief system. Mm-hmm. So... What you're saying is all those are kind of opportunities to take a look to see is there anything in that energetic field that needs to be removed. Yeah. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. And the amazing, amazing thing about this work, which is such a gift, is that when we clear ourselves, we free our lineage. So although these patterns are from them, Whoa, 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 thing. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I, just, I just start to figure things out, and then you, you always go one step further. Oh, no. <laughs> so, what, so what you're saying is that yeah. I'm, I'm working on myself and who I am. Yes. And then and you're saying that could impact? It does impact your okay. lineage. And it also impacts your children. It's both ways. 
behind you and in front of you. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So working on yourself is a tremendous gift to everyone around you. Wow. Mm -hmm. So these patterns could be extremely well-established patterns over years and decades. Yeah. And now I, basically doing this work, can stop the train mm -hmm. and everybody get off and change those patterns so that as we go forward, we yeah. don't have to have that. Yeah. Whatever that is. Yeah. So children and grandchildren yep. and wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. It's hugely exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Karen, could you help me? I hear so often when I look at uh, your video or your website, GFC. Exactly what is that? A GFC is a group frequency calibration, which looks a lot like a guided meditation on a particular topic. And what I'm doing is I'm helping you to remove the distortion patterns of that particular topic. And because you're coming together as a mastermind in a group to connect to pure source even more and to clear the distortion patterns of this particular topic, what happens is a tremendous amount of momentum starts to happen because of the energetic of the entire group. And each individual is able to move faster and ascend higher than they could have on their own. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. So please do not drive while listening to this GFC. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration on the power of lineage. So if you could please begin by taking three breaths. And we're going to breathe from our lower bellies all the way to the base of the sternum. The sternum is that thick bone where your ribs meet in front of your body. So you're going to breathe into the base of that. So from your lower belly to your sternum. Okay, that entire space. So please inhale, holding your breath for at least three to four seconds before exhaling all the air out of your lungs and then holding out your exhaled breath for at least one to three seconds before taking your second breath at your own time. Settling into your body and noticing the relationship of your body to the rest of your the room that you're in or the out, out of doors where you're situated. Taking a second breath in, holding it for at least a second or two longer than you did your previous breath before exhaling all the air out of your lungs at your own time and holding out your exhaled breath for at least one to two seconds longer than you did your previous breath. And on your third breath, please inhale as much as you possibly can 
and hold your inhaled breath for as long as you possibly can. And when you feel like you can't hold your breath in any longer, hold it for one second longer before exhaling all the air out of your lungs at your own time and holding out your exhaled breath for as long as you possibly can. And when you feel like you can't hold your exhaled breath out any longer, hold it for a second longer. And whenever you're ready, please imagine to see, sense, feel, or become aware of, or breathe into your ribcage. For those of you who are new, welcome. Please note that I am working on you at the group, the subgroup, and sometimes the individual level. And currently what is happening is the mastermind is gelling. A mastermind is simply when two more people come together, or I should say two more beings come together with an intention. And in this case, this is the highest and purest intention, which is to connect to pure source even more, whether or not you're conscious of it, and to transcend whatever distortion patterns arise around this topic. So essentially you're meeting with the highest and purest of people's highest selves, which allow us to have a tremendous amount of momentum. Good. The first distortion pattern that we're going to remove. Is that of rigid rule sets. Okay. So um, this means that all those ingrained conclusions, beliefs, ideas, assumptions of the way things should be, the way people should behave or should not behave, including you. So because of this very structured expectation of the way the world should be. It colors the way your world is perceived because you only see it the way you feel like it should be seen as opposed to the way it actually is. And you tend to get, or not you, we, we all tend to get reactionary when it's not the way we expect. This has to do with the rigidity of rule sets. So let's just remove this distortion pattern so you can have more choice in terms of not only being able to see the world more clearly, but freeing yourself and others of expectations because of these underlying assumptions, beliefs, and conclusions. For those of you who are new, please note that if I say something that really resonates with you, it's likely you. 
And if I say something that you feel like you react strongly against, it's likely you as well. So I invite you to be open to that possibility and to look at it. Also, please note that I will be making noises on my end, such as snapping or exhaling sharply or yawning or sometimes humming. That is how I currently remove the distortion patterns. Okay? And you can use this as an opportunity to strengthen your focus when you hear noises on my end or on your end. Breathing into your rib cage or becoming very, very aware of your rib cage. And as you breathe into your rib cage, please become aware of the space within your ribs. Good. Please sense the volume of space. within your ribs. And now, as you become aware of that volume of space, please feel that space within the infinite space all around it. Good. And now, since we're here, Let's ask ourselves the following question in our own minds. And that question is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? That question again is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, see, sense, feel, or become very aware of a brilliance that has always been there, deep, deep within the space, within your rib cage, that starts to glow and become more brilliant, more expanded. brighter as you connect even more to pure source. On my end, I'm expanding your natural bandwidth. Good. Now please move your attention or imagine, see, sense, feel, or become very aware of your heart space. So this is not your physical heart. This is your heart space in the center of your chest and your nipple line. Yes. This next frequency distortion pattern that we're clearing has to do with the fear of loss of control. This is not your fear. 
This is the fear of the lineage. Total loss of control, chaos. So with this pattern running, it's very binding because really that loss of control is subjective. To some, what seems like a total loss of control is really nothing for another. It also prevents us from being in flow, okay? In the flow of what is. Or being simply at ease with what is. I mean, <clears throat> even before we get to flow, we have to be at ease with what is. It's the gateway to flow. So if you even just want to be at ease with self and what is, it's difficult with this pattern running. So let's delete it as you breathe into your heart space. All you have to do is become aware of your heart space. You don't have to do anything other than that. Focus your attention there. Good. All right. So now you're going to please focus or breathe or imagine, see, sense, or feel your solar plexus, which is between your belly button and the base of your sternum. Okay. So if it helps to put your hand there, please go ahead and do that. So this next distortion pattern <clears throat> that we're going to delete is lack of self-worth. Okay, it's a distortion pattern of self-worth, meaning low self-worth, low self-esteem. And more specifically for a large subgroup of you, non-deserving. And it's a non-deserving or having low self-worth around being free. You don't feel like you deserve freedom, true freedom. It's interesting. Just breathe into your solar plexus. So for some of you consciously, you might be asking yourself, well, I don't feel trapped. But do you know what it is to be truly free? Unbound by your own ideas of what is good, bad, appropriate, not appropriate, of our culture, of our religions, 
of our self-doubt, of our desires. Are you free of all that? difficult to even begin to know that if you have this program or this distortion pattern running. So let's just delete it. For a very, very large subgroup of you, there's also freedom from family dynamics. Good. Continue to breathe into your solar plexus. So releasing this next distortion pattern, which is the feeling of being overwhelmed by family dynamics, by the family pattern, by what, by all those, all those obligations, the feeling like you can't get out of those responsibilities, those obligations, how you're seen, how you're supposed to act, all that stuff. Okay. how your identity is formed by family. It's not all bad, by the way, obviously. Some of it's very good, but there's also a negative to it. So removing the constraining portion, keeping what's good, but releasing the constraints. Good, as you continue to breathe into the solar plexus. All right, so this next distortion pattern as you continue to breathe into your solar plexus and become extremely aware of it. Let's do this. Please imagine, see, sense, feel yourself softening into your solar plexus. Softening so much that you start to dissolve into the very center of your solar plexus, wherever that is for you, deep into your body. Noticing if you can allow yourself 
to just be resting here in the very center of your body, becoming very aware of this space that is your solar plexus. And as you become aware of the volume of space that is your solar plexus, please now feel this space within the infinite space all around it. Yes. And as you are becoming aware of that, I'm releasing the next distortion pattern, which is the distortion pattern of fear, which presents as control. So whether it's control of self, control of other, controlled by self, or controlled by other, this is fear showing as control or a strong need for control. So releasing this so you can have more ease. And as you continue to breathe into your solar plexus, this next distortion pattern. Is that of abuse? Abuse of self by self or other, or abuse of other, myself or other, okay, just the pattern of abuse, and being either, depending on what subgroup you're in, either manipulated or bullied, okay, so it's kind of both, so depending on what subgroup you're in, the, the, it'll be a bit different, okay, so just whatever resonates with you, just know that I'm working on all these different subgroups here. As you breathe into your solar plexus. So now, please breathe or imagine, see, sense, feel your heart space.
So this next distortion pattern is the one of heartbreak or suffering. And with this distortion pattern, it's the suffering and the heartbreak of generation after generation in your family. to have passion for life, gratitude, joy, inner peace, all that good, awesome stuff, really fully, most, most of the time, if you have these patterns running. Okay, so we're moving this from the heart space as you breathe into your heart space. So even if you don't feel like you have heartbreak or sadness, Consciously, do you have all those other things that I just mentioned consciously a lot of the time? So now just take a deep breath, hold it for a second or two, and release. And after you release, please take a moment to bless yourself and all the lineage that came before you. Because of them, you exist. So even if there's not great stuff there, there is some good. So please bless those who came before you. And just thank them. Because they all did the best they could, just like we do the best that we can. And then have gratitude for yourself. Please imagine to sense or feel gratitude for yourself for having the courage to do this work, to begin to free yourself from these patterns that have bound you and your lineage for a very, very long time. So I'm going to leave you here for as long as you like, holding gratitude in your heart for yourself and all those who came before you. I look forward to the next time we meet.
If you're ready to clear even more of the frequency distortion patterns that are holding you back so you can accelerate towards where you want to be, please visit my website at sphericalluminosity.com.